Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. It is Wednesday, December the 9th. I think that's right. Yeah, I think I think I got all my... All my stuff together here. <laughs> it's been one of those days. So, hopefully everybody is having a good Wednesday afternoon. We are ready to talk NFL Week 14. We finally got Week 13 in the books last night. Got that thing knocked out of the way with uh, the Baltimore win over Dallas. Uh, Yeti jumps in. What's up, guys? It's been a while. Hope you're all well. And we hope you are well as well. We're doing all right, I think. We're, we're almost to Christmas time. We almost got the college football season wrapped up. We are getting there. So, cannot wait for 2021. Terry jumps in. He said, what's up? Uh, if you would like to jump in and be part of the show, you can. Whatever platform you are watching on, if you are on Twitter, uh, Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, whatever, all those different platforms will populate right here on the bottom left-hand corner of your screen. You can jump in and be a part of the conversation. You can help drive whatever narrative you want to. And, uh, and I promise we will more than likely read it unless you guys are crazy today, in which case we will see. We're going to start off with some uh, Ohio State and Big Ten talk. We're going to talk Des Bryant. We're going to go through all the big previews for NFL Week 14, and we will give you our picks at the end of the show. Before we do that, go over to winningcureseverything.com. That's where you can find everything you need to know about us. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc. Everything that we do is over there. Uh, you can follow us on all the different social media platforms. You can subscribe to the podcast at any podcast app. Literally, every one of them, we're on them. So go and check it out. Do us a favor. Subscribe. If you're already subscribed, unsubscribe. Do it again. And uh, and then, if you would, so kindly, leave a nice five-star written review. We would certainly appreciate that. Uh, again, hope everybody's having a good day. We did our SBR College Football Pick Show yesterday. You can go find that on YouTube. Just search out SBR Picks. You can also find it over at sportsbookreview.com, sbrpicks.com, slash NCAAF. As a matter of fact, you can see it right there if you're watching the show. Right there, right behind Chris. SBRPicks.com slash NCAAF. Uh, knock that thing out. Make sure you're subscribed everywhere you need to be subscribed, etc. So, uh, Chris, let's uh, let's go on and fire this thing in with the Big Ten talk. Now, we kind of knew this was coming. And I've kind of come around on it a little bit. I was very irritated with the idea that they would change their rules 
And then you start hearing other people talk about, all right, look, even if they had played this game and lost to Michigan, or even if they just decide, you know, we're going to forfeit, uh, they still win the tiebreaker over Indiana. They would have six games at that point, six games, I guess, whatever. Um, but it never made sense to begin with to have the rule where you had to play six games. But just because it doesn't make sense doesn't mean that a rule is not a rule. Like, this is a weird year anyway. We understand that the rules are, are stupid to begin with, and the Big Ten has screwed this up from the word go. They released their schedule, and then they came back a week later and said they weren't playing football, and then they came back a month later and said they were playing football, but then they decided to play it too late. They didn't allow themselves time to put in bye weeks or, or any flexibility at all to reschedule games, so any game that was missed was just canceled. There was no room, and then on top of that, they did not allow their teams to play out-of-conference games. You saw that in Week 2 when Nebraska tried to schedule against Chattanooga. It, it has just been bumbled and fumbled and a complete train wreck from the word go. And it's not just Kevin Warren, but he is a big part of this. Uh, he doesn't have any good ideas, it doesn't seem like. If you had uh, an idea, if you had something that you wanted to run with that you think is good for this conference, you can go in and you can persuade those ADs and those presidents to do something. Instead, he just sat back and let them decide whatever they want to decide, and then he will take the brunt of it. But this guy has been nowhere to be found since they said that they were coming back to play football. You haven't seen one interview. You've seen nothing from Kevin Warren. The only thing you've seen are documents, are press releases that are sent out to the media, and then you have all their little talking heads that are on the Big Ten Network and wherever else that get the word out for them. You don't hear anything from the conference, and it's the same thing this go-around. I'm irritated. And yet, at the same time, I totally get it because Ohio State did beat Indiana head-to-head. That was going to be the next in line. The next in line after that was probably Maryland or, or Penn State, you know, if you get to that point. So, you know, it, the whole thing was a sham anyway. I would like to know your thoughts now that we know exactly what they're doing, which is they are fixing this thing so that Ohio State can go play Northwestern next week. So my issue is not necessarily just putting Ohio State in. I don't like changing rules. You know how I feel about that. I, I believe that we have to all play by a set of rules. We have to, I, I, I do believe in structure, and I do believe in, you know, if you're going to have a rule, you should follow your rules, okay? Yes, but your fine. word is the only thing that is worth anything. That's right, like, that's, that's right. Uh, and, and we're learning that their word means nothing, and that's that's okay. That's all right. We We live in a world where that's kind of pretty, I guess, accepted now. It just, you don't get credit for being somebody who stands by your word. And you absolutely don't lose credit anymore for just changing your 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 word constantly. So um, that's that's the new world we live in, and we've probably lived here for a long time. Oh, yeah. and, and I was just in denial of that. And that's fine. My my issue is now you're giving Ohio State two full weeks because you learned real early this week by Wednesday you are no longer playing Michigan. You're now playing Northwestern two weeks from now. Northwestern has to get ready for Illinois. And then, and that's a rivalry game. That's a game that matters to Northwestern. And then they have to play Ohio State. Now, I know that everybody in the world is just going to say, well, Ohio State's better than Northwestern. They're going to kill them anyway. It doesn't matter if they had the bye week or not. It's still not equal footing. Agreed. It's definitely not. Now, I, I do know this. Uh, we we talked to our guys with the Westlot Pirates. That's our, our Northwestern Big Ten podcast. Um they they brought up that Northwestern plays 
pretty bad. Like they do not win coming off of bye weeks. And we looked up the numbers. They are two and ten straight up coming off of bye week. So they probably don't want a bye week. A lot but of that has to do with the, the matchups, right? It was Michigan and right. Wisconsin that's, and Ohio that's, State. But that's fine. It's, it's irrelevant. What's Agreed. happened in the past is irrelevant. If it benefits this team to keep playing and it hurts this team to sit out because of rust and rest, then then that's that's a completely different argument. The argument is it should be same for both teams. At least the ACC said if we're going to monkey with one team, we're going to monkey with both of them. So they both have the same situation. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, Casey jumps in. He said, if they're going to screw Indiana by giving Ohio State another game, it should be a rematch against Indiana. Well, the issue right now is that Indiana had to stop all activities. They had to pause activities because they are dealing with the COVID outbreak. So it's kind of a problem. Darren jumps in. He said, hi, dude. It's nice to see Darren in there. Uh, Terry said, you see they're changing the rules for the Ohio or for Ohio State. Such crap. It's not our fault. Y'all talked about eating sushi off a naked model. Yeah, that happens. That happens. Uh, Casey said, or Iowa. Uh, well, Iowa is is on the opposite side. Um, but yeah. no, we're just trying to get them a game in, Gary. Yeah, no, no, no. Agreed, agreed. Uh, Darren jumps in. He said, Ohio State is a cash cow for the NCAA playoffs. Uh, it shouldn't we be that. about that, though. And that's, that's my biggest say, issue. That's, we have to get away from that. We have to get away from that. Yes. I, I just... So, the rankings yesterday... Uh, that came out, and I'll, we'll we'll talk about this on our Thursday podcast exclusive. Um, it's it's absurd to look at what they're doing because if you go based on anything other than eye test, then you have a completely different set of rankings. And and uh, forget eye test, right? Like the fact that Louisiana beat Iowa State straight up, and now Iowa State is ranked number seven in the country. I know Iowa State is playing really well, but they're also playing in the Big 12, who we know is what, 0-3 against the Sun Belt this year? Against the Sun Belt. But yet a team in the Sun Belt that has a win over that team is ranked not just behind them, way behind them. Yes, yes. And they've they've got the same one loss. Exactly. And they've got a loss to a better, an undefeated football team. I, I put out my, like, how I would have fixed the rankings. And it was mainly a lot of, like, readjusting where they have them, right? I, I would have had Coastal Carolina up at number seven. I would have had Texas A&M number three. I would, like, all these different things based solely on who is the most deserving, right? right. Like, it, Texas A&M has the best loss. They got the best win. They, right. I mean, all these different things, all these different factors that you can come up with, and none of them would have gotten Iowa State up to number seven, especially not, not over an undefeated Coastal Carolina who has two top 25 wins that are higher ranked than the ones that Iowa State does, along with, I, I get so irritated. So so back to this Big Ten mess. Um, the biggest issue that we have is that we, Chris and I both, wish at some point that ethics and integrity would be some part of what is going on here it shouldn't just be about the money, and yet all these TV contracts, ESPN owning the playoff, all these different things have put us to a point where only the big boys matter. And we've talked about this forever and ever, and we're both fans of big boy schools. But well, one substantially bigger than the other. Yes. Yeah, we can say that now. Yeah, we can, we can certainly say that. Okay. Um, but even still, we're, we're fans of big boy schools, but we still believe that the way that this sport is set up is fundamentally flawed. Yes. It, it, you have to give other teams an opportunity. 
There, there has to be more to it than just, eh, the recruiting rankings say that they should be a better team, or, eh, it's Ohio State. Like, you know, of course they're going to be better than whoever. It's like we, we saw the point spread for BYU-Coastal Carolina. It was 10 points, and yet Coastal won the game. I mean, Coastal I had somebody come. Game. Somebody came back at me on Twitter and said, because hey, I, I talked about Texas A&M needs to be ranked over Ohio State due to right. more games played, a better win, about, you know, all these different things. And he said Ohio and State Clemson. would. And Clemson. Yeah, it, he said Ohio State would be favored over Texas A&M by 13, 14 points. And I said. Doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Like, I don't. Uh, it's I, I get so frustrated. This is, this is not how we. This is not how we claim champions. We play it out. That's yes. how we claim a champion. The games have to matter. Yes. Period. Playing football has to matter. And if you're not playing football and everybody else is, that has to matter. Yeah. Otherwise, what is the point? Like, what's the point of even playing the games? And I understand Look, it's for TV. If, and, there, if there is a god, if karma is real, Northwestern will find a way to to win this game. That's, yeah. I, that's what should happen. That's what should happen. It'd be a Notre lot of Dame fun. Would find a way to win that game, and 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 therefore, conferences that try to monkey with the schedule just to try to benefit their schools and their whatevers, it, it, it they should all go down. They should all burn. Yeah, I I can get with that. I can get with that. That's Jeremy, not going to happen. No, because those things those things aren't real. No, that's of course not how not. it works. Of course not. Uh, Darren said Cincinnati, Notre Dame, Alabama, and Coastal should be in. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe. Uh, Ryan asked, does Chris watch college basketball? No, yeah, in February. <laughs> the end of February. Yeah, yeah. Pretty That's, much the last two weeks. I watch. Um, once football is over with. I yes. shouldn't say that. Early February, once football is over with. Yeah, like you get a month in and you figure out how these teams are doing before we get yeah. to March Madness. And, and that makes what? perfect sense. I do just – I do just as good as everybody who watches all year. Oh, yeah. You know why? Because all the shit that's happening right now don't matter. No, you're 100% right. The only thing that matters is, is gambling on the games. So, And I'm, I'm doing all right. I ain't doing bad. So, uh, Casey said Ohio State was favored by 20 against Indiana, and look what happened. Uh, right. Yeah. No, that's that's 100% true. Now, this, they were that's up. That's why you, you can't know. take that. You just, you just can't do that. Marshall was a 22-point favorite over Rice. Uh, East Carolina. No, Rice. Oh, Rice, I mean. Yeah. And and Rice beat them by twenty. That's a forty point difference in the spread. Yes, yes. This is why you just can't do that. <laughs> Terry said Chris just wants to watch it all burn. <laughs> no, I really do hate the people that run the sport. I do. I, yeah. I I hate them. I hate them. I think they're terrible people well, because they That's just the make issue. it. They make it more and more obvious all the time that it is about money. It's a cash grab. That's but all. I, I'm it not is. even worried about that. I'm actually not even bothered by the "it's all about money" part. I, I have, they they break the the. I'm not a moralist. Okay, I'm not a guy that judges people on their morals of good and bad, or right and wrong, or all this stuff. I don't. But but there are certain things that that do trigger me that do set me off, and the concept of those who belong, and those who don't, really really is something that I don't that don't sit well with the big dog. Okay, yeah. it just doesn't sit well with me, and no, maybe it's I'm, because I'm I grew up, I was raised in a world in which I didn't belong. All right, the 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 because of the family that I came from, we. We don't really belong in society, all right? 
pretty, pretty low. Nobody knows my family's name. No, you know, you don't get any benefits in a small town where what family you come from really benefits you in business and, and, and things of that nature. I don't, I don't get that bump, but also within the walls of my family, I didn't belong yeah. and I never felt comfortable or accepted. I, I, I've lived in a world in which there's always been those who belong and those who don't. And I've always been one that didn't. And it's made me a, it's contributed to, to, to how uncomfortable I am in my own skin and, and, and a lot of the ways that I was raised, but it's really shaped my outlook on life. And, and now that I am an adult and I'm a grown up, when I find a, a situation where there is a clear definition of you don't belong, that's, that's one where, where I'll probably fight that fight, even losing all the way to the bloody end. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you talked about it with the, the presidential election. Like, yes. You know, you, you vote for who you think deserves it, not, that's right. not one I've of the two. I've never picked whatever. a winner, ever, ever. And it's just happenstance. I don't know. I'm sure it just, just happens that way. But it's just one of those things where I've never, I've never voted for a winner. I shouldn't say I, I, I predicted who was going to win a lot of times. But it's just one of those things where I'm going to pick somebody that I believe in, and it sucks that they have no chance because – the rest of the world says you don't belong. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's my issue with this whole thing, right? Like it's not that Ohio or Ohio, it's not that uh it's not that Iowa State necessarily belongs, right? I love seeing them ranked as high as they are. It's the fact that they are ranked as high as they are because they're in a Power 5 conference. Like that's that's the the only reason. They're playing really really well right now. But if anybody else had a 17-point home loss to Louisiana, on the they resume, would not, they would they would have a hard time cracking the top fifteen. Yes, with I, one loss. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, uh, Ryan asked, "Are you guys going to do NBA picks on a daily basis when the regular season starts?" No chance. Uh, college basketball is it for me? Uh, I I feel like college basketball players at least try. In the NBA, you're um, you're playing into that. I actually like the NBA. I watch the NBA, but I don't bet a lot on the NBA. Well, it's it part of because not somebody you want to you want to get with that. You have to be a psychiatrist every day. You have to figure out like, all right, who's going to play, who's not, uh, who wants I mean, to play. You don't have to bet every game. You don't have to bet every day. Uh, agreed. But what I'm saying is, he was asking if we we're doing picks on a daily basis, and that, yeah. there ain't no way I can do that. Well, no. Uh, Casey Marshall, shake my damn head. Um, Let's see. Cruz said that's one reason why I like the NFL more than college because games Me matter too. in the NFL way more. Me um, too. I, I have. I, I mean, I'm talking over the last decade of my life. I grew up with just such a college football fan, and I liked the NFL, but I didn't love it. Man, the last I say decade, Jesus, I was in college, and 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 when I really started betting on this stuff, and I really kind of really got into to college football, and and learned how the sausage was made. Yeah, I immediately just said, you know what. I, I'm going to go with the guys on Sundays. It's not perfect. It's got its flaws. It's got its problems. But you know what? It, it, they they really care about parity. Yeah, and every game counts the same. Like every, every game counts the same. Every win is a win. And you don't have to, like, try and justify the win. Oh, they beat whoever without their starting quarterback or whatever. A win is a win. And at the end of the day, it's based on record who gets in the playoff. That's it. That's right. You know? So it, it's about as even as you can get in the playoff has at this year 14 teams. So you Correct. can play your way in. So Correct. is what it is. Uh, Casey said they have to expand to eight teams. That's all there is to it. No, they I, see I'm a proponent of, of sixteen. Like make yeah, it Yeah, but what you're asking for I don't think we're ever gonna get. That's I'm I'm looking for a complete systemic change in the sport yes. and, and that but, ain't but, likely. But, but 
to my situation is, is if we got 16, I still don't want the people running it to pick them. That's the issue. That's the problem we've got. I want all, I'm okay with a 14 playoff. I, I need every person that has influence in college football to all get pushed off a cliff. And I need us to completely rehab the people who are making decisions in college football. So I, I, I need look, them all changed. I look at 100% it this way. of them, a um, lot of them. They, they don't like giving up. People that are in power do not typically like giving up that power. We, we see Correct. it throughout our country right now in, in a lot of different ways. Um, yeah. With college football, it's kind of the same way. They, they like their power of being able to pick and choose teams, right? They want their cash cows. They want the teams that are going to bring the biggest ratings, all that kind of stuff. Rather than trying to build a sport that will sustain no matter what, they just want their cash cows in all the time. So if you they have, all see short notice, they see six inches in front of their face. Right. They see right now, today, Ohio State will get us paid. Right, right, Years right. back when UCF should have been in, they they saw, oh, we got to let this other team in because they're bigger and they'll beat them. And if you let UCF in, if you let these little guys in, in a couple of years, could they be the next Ohio State? Could they be the next Alabama? But it's you, possible. You got to start letting it. If they've earned it, you got to. Start letting them sit at the big boy table every now and then. And, yes, the first four or five times you let them in, they're going to get their asses knocked off. Who isn't? Every four seed ever so far is just getting their ass knocked off. So it yeah. doesn't matter. Does, does it matter if it's, if, it's, if it's Michigan State or if it's UCF, Washington? It doesn't matter. If they've earned it, let them in. Let them get knocked off because in four or five times of getting there, they might figure this thing out. They might grow to a superpower. You don't know. You can't predict the future. And now you have one more big school bringing in a ton of revenue. And you don't have to monkey with things so much. You don't have to say, well, if we don't get Ohio State, uh, uh, ratings are going to tank. You do realize that UCF is the single largest university in the country, right? Is that true? I know they're in the state of Florida. Yes. Man. They have more alumni every year, year over year over year. So at some point in time, the next set of millionaires and billionaires are going to come from that school, and they're going to give back to that school. And that school has potential to be a, a monster if we let them. Yeah. Yeah. And that, But that's the thing. You have to let them. And a lot of these guys don't like change. They don't like giving up power. So uh, Terry said with all the crap going on, uh, this year, the NCAA could have opened it up for more teams in the playoff. Uh, so it was especially, so it was better, especially seeing as how it's all a money grab. Uh, well, it's not up to the NCAA. Uh, this is a completely different entity. The NCAA does not crown an FBS champion uh, in football. So uh, McKinnon said, love the passion in college, love the way the game is played and structured in the NFL. Yeah. At, at, well, it's, it's the same sport, only different, right? Uh, Cruz said, 2020 is crazy. We still got Clemson, Notre Dame, and Alabama. That's another reason I like the NFL more. It's unpredictable. Um, and McKinnon said, why can't we just do top 10? Because then number 11 would be mad, I guess. I, I, but I that's know. a terrible argument. That's I know. It's a terrible argument. To say, though, the next guy will be mad is is not a reason to I not agree. let somebody in. I agree. I agree. So, But I, it, I think it would probably have to be eight. I don't think you could do 10. That'd be kind of a weird. I mean, anything's I really, better. I really don't care any number bigger than what we do. I don't like the idea of six. Six would piss me off, but, you know. Yeah. I don't like bye weeks. So there you go. Um, moving on, let's talk about Des Bryant right quick. Uh, good gracious. Like this mess last night. Des Bryant is on the field, hugging everybody, hanging out, 
uh, going through warm-ups. He's catching passes from Trace McSorley. He is ready to play against his former team. Uh, he's back on the field for the first time in, what, three years? It, or was it longer than that? I mean, it's been a while. Um, it's been a while. But he, he was getting ready to play, and he had uh, an inconclusive test. And it came back positive for COVID. And he gets off the field, and this dude goes on a Twitter tirade, the likes of which I haven't seen since Chad Ochocinco. I mean, he, Des Bryant was so mad at this. He said he was quitting football. He said, like, a whole bunch of stuff. He started talking about drinking, and he was going through all the different businesses that he's involved in now, et cetera, et cetera. So the question then became, wait a minute, he was on the field like hugging everybody, no mask, all that kind of stuff. With <laughs> Cruz said, "Gary, don't you mean the goat, Trace McSorley?" <laughs> um, and so the Des Bryant issue became, "Hey, he's on the field. Why? Why are we playing this game? Why aren't we contact tracing, etc.?" And I don't think a lot of people understand exactly how this thing works. It is, it has to do with viral load. We've talked about this a ton. Um, you have to be within six feet of somebody for 15 minutes or longer without a mask for that to be considered a contact tracing, right? Uh, McKinnon said, so anyone taking bets on Dez being done now? Uh, well, Dez is done. I think he is. I think Dez was barely able to play this year any at all. I think he played in three games. Yeah. He got, what, a catch in, in one of them maybe? Maybe two of them? Not all three, I know that. And I, I think he... I think with this, like the the Twitter tirade was not awful. It was just it was crazy to see in real time. But I think I think he is done with the process because he went through everything. He did everything he was supposed to do. He tested negative, test negative, test negative, and then all of a sudden he gets popped for a positive after an inconclusive test on the day of the game. They pulled they the NFL said that if if the game had been at one o'clock or at four o'clock, he would have played. Yes. Any chance this is a false positive? No, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I'm. I'm not. This is. This is Des being insane. What? What? You know? What he was trying to figure out is he said I have not been around anybody like that would I, have had this. Like I. I don't yeah, know that he knows of. That's the problem. Well, but that, we but don't. no, no. What? What he's saying is he has gone through the same routine. All the time. So other people on the team that he has worked out with that he's been around all this time. But you don't. You don't think. You think that he lives alone. You don't think there's anybody in his life that he's around during the day? Uh, maybe. I mean, maybe or in the you're evenings. Right. I in don't the know. Evenings? <laughs> in the evenings, right. Gary. Uh, McKinnon said, "Any chance Jerry made some calls?" No, I doubt that. I don't think he's that. I mean, he's a petty old man, but I don't know if he's no. That I don't petty. think Jerry has that kind of pull. This is not college football. I tell you this: if it was college football, yeah, Nick Saban could make that call and make some shit happen, and nobody would ever know about it, or find out about it, because he's got that kind of pull and influence. Yeah, but this ain't college football. Birdie said the tough. NFL that it, does not do that stuff. Birdie said tough that it was Dallas. I think even if he plays in that game, he may have been done after. He really wanted to play the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I really think that's what it was about. Like, he wanted yeah. to play against Dallas. Like, I, I don't think that's he, right. you know, I don't think he cared about any of the other stuff. Like that's at, fine. I mean, but he did, he did, listen, they got an inconclusive test. When you get an inconclusive test, what do you do? You got to test them again because yeah. it was inconclusive. The new test excuse me, came back positive. So you got to pull him. That's If they don't pull him and we know that he got this positive test that late, you got a Justin Turner situation. Is, oh, yeah. We're going to 
we're going to wait until the game's in hand, let him get a touchdown pass, and then pull him? Like, no, you can't do that. You you either play by the rules that you made or you don't. Agreed. I don't always like these rules, but I am a rule follower. Yes. Oh, I, I agree with you, and I agree with what they did. Uh, but it, it was to definitely – let me generalize <laughs> that. We're getting to a point where rules are about to get crazy, and and I'm not opposed to becoming a rule breaker. I It was a very strange situation, and seeing it play out in real time was something we have not gotten accustomed to with the NFL yet. Uh, hopefully we don't see it again, but you never know. You never know. So you ready to uh, go through week 14 uh, previews and picks? Yeah. Let's do this thing. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. NFL Week 14, the previews and picks for the biggest games. Let's go ahead and dive in. First one up, Thursday night football. Tomorrow night, your Pats heading to Los Angeles to face off against the Rams. Rams are a five-point favorite. Uh, the Rams, number six in the NFL in rushing defense. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I, yep. I, Now, don't get me wrong. The Pats looked really, really good last week against a rookie quarterback. Um, I don't know. I think the Rams are going to be fired up for this one. Like, maybe maybe I'm crazy. I think that they come out. I think that they handled the spread. Um, I think they're built to be able to beat a team like the Patriots right now. Like, w- without Cam Newton being able to throw the football, I, I don't know how they win this game. How, what, I don't tell, either. I don't either. I'm just telling you. I'm, <laughs> I'm just telling you that that Bill Belichick has done crazier things. Okay. Oh no no a hundred percent yes. Like uh, he he absolutely he he single handedly can scheme up games to to win games that he shouldn't. He absolutely all I know can. is this: you give me Bill, you give me points. I'm um, I'm gonna take the points. Zamora sixty ninety jumps in SB revenge game. Yeah, talking about Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Casey said, Des coming back to Baltimore was the worst place he could have went. He needs a quarterback that's accurate and has time and help. Lamar isn't good enough to make him look good. Eh, well, yeah. you know, is what it is. Um, I just, the Rams being able to stop the run, they've been pretty good at it all year. That That's what scares me here. Uh, I don't know that the Pats are going to be able to score a lot unless they scheme up and, and are able to make Jared Goff look as bad as they did a couple of years ago. Well, I have no reason to think that they won't yep. shut Jared Goff down and make this a super low-scoring game. Okay, the under is the play in this game, no matter what. I don't care if the number is. These teams aren't hitting 20. Um, but what total, you got to remember... Is, uh, total is 45, 44 and a half. Yeah, no, no. This is going to hit the, hit in the 30s. That's that's happening. Um, Jared Goff is no one that should scare you. Okay, so so that doesn't worry me at all. 
Um, it is, can the Patriots mount any kind of offense? You know, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. And yeah, the Rams have been really good against the run, but they haven't played a run team like this. I mean, everybody's good against the run all the time, and then they play Army. And then all of a sudden, the Army runs all over them. It's like, well, well okay. <laughs> you know, that happened. <laughs> like, well, I guess we kind of, well, yeah. I guess we, like, we should have seen that coming. It's just one of those things where you haven't played a team that's going to run it every play. That's true. And that's, that's true. And that's the issue. And And so, you know, I don't know. I don't know that the Patriots win the game. I'm just telling you, I believe you give me bill, you give me points, I'm taking points. That's that's just a rule that I live by. No, that, that makes perfect sense. Casey said, I love the Patriots' money line. Rams are about to fade, and the Week 17 game against the Cardinals will be a win in your end game. Uh, Birdie said, Belichick did defend golf really well. If golf faces a good D, he really struggles. I like the under here, I think. And at five, you have to like the Pats, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you this. The other logic is simply this. Dogs have been covering... At an astronomical rate. Yeah. An astronomical rate. Last couple of weeks, to the week of Thanksgiving is the last remember, time I remember actually breaking it down. And favorites were 5 and 11. All 16 teams played that week. Yep. We got all our, all 32 teams played. We got all 16 games in. Dogs went 11 and lost 5 in the cover. I'm just I'm just telling you, if you're struggling with a game, take the points. Just give take the dog. Yeah, just take the dog. Take, give it a shot. It didn't always work, obviously. You know, you took the dog last night, you got your ass bit, that happens. But, I mean, that's also a very different situation and you're betting on a bad football team. Oh, uh, on Monday night, both dogs covered. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it goes. Uh, McKinnon said, I believe uh, it all depends on which golf we see. He has moments where he looks like a real franchise quarterback, but most of the time he's a pure system quarterback that's just okay. Uh, LA Lakers 2020 champions jumps up. He said, what's up, fellas? What is up, brother? Um, let's see. Birdie said, uh, so I'm really struggling this week so far. So my comments or conversation to figure it out this week. So, yeah, I think that's, uh, it, we, we kind of talk ourselves into games and out of games when we jump in here and, and do this. So that's, that's why you see us like, I, I have an idea of the direction that I want to go, but when Chris and I start going back and forth with games, we kind of figure out on the fly, uh, which way yep. we want to go. So. Um, Birdie said Newton had 60 yards passing and they won 45 to nothing. Damn, I'm struggling. Yeah, Newton hasn't broken 100 yards, I don't think, in three, four weeks. It's been a while. It's been a while. It has been a while. Uh, Moving on to Sunday, this is the noon slate. We got three games in this slot that we're going to talk about. Cardinals at the Giants. Giants are a a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home. I believe we're still rolling with Colton McCoy this week. Kyler Murray has not looked good, and I think he's still injured, man. Like I, I, he's hurt. He's yeah. hurt. He looks bad. Like I don't. I don't I mean, know he that he's going to be a hundred percent by by the end of the season. So no, he's no, he's not getting better. He's not going to get better. Yep. So I, I, it's it's weird. The Giants have been underdogs what every week, other than like a favorite against Washington at one point. Um, yep. you know, I, I kind of like the Giants here. This this Giants team reminds me so much of Miami last year. Just. <laughs> Ain't a, ain't a damn lick of talent on the team, really. They're struggling athlete-wise. If we were drafting sides, you'd take seven Cardinals players before you took the first Giants player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 it's just one of those things where it hasn't mattered. They just fight like hell. Judge has them fighting hard and believing they can win games that they should not be in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with I you. I think this defense is good. Um. 
Yeah, I I think they are too. And I I I just I don't like this Cardinals team right now. Like they're they're not playing cohesively. The defense isn't really showing up. I don't think Larry Fitzgerald is going to play this week. A um, couple of weeks back, everybody wanted to crown their ass, and I said, "Hold on, let's time out. Yep, let's take a breather." <clears throat> do do we really think this coach has just turned the corner and now he's an elite coach in football, or is just some wacky shit happening? And I think we're learning that Kingsbury kind of getting out coached almost every game. It it sure seems like it. It sure seems like it. Because so, they sure got more talent than most of the teams are playing. Oh, yes. Yes, they do. Um, but as we've said before, when Kyler Murray is not 100%, it, it, this team struggles. They they just struggle. That's why you got to scheme some stuff up. You got to yeah. draw some stuff up. And, and Bills instead, winning games with a guy throwing 60 yards. You got to figure it out, man. <laughs> Yeah, you're uh, you're right about that. Uh, Alonzo Chico said, I really wish they would make an exception and let eight teams play in the playoffs. I don't know if he's talking about college or, or pro. Um, um, he's got to be talking about college because the pros have way more than eight. Well, I, I, I was wondering if he was talking about eight per division. You know, cause they we're already seven have eight on each side already. That's how it normally is. Now they're having nine. No, it's normally six on each side. Oh, six. That's right. They yeah, normally, yeah. And, then, yeah. and then they were doing seven this year, and it would have been eight if they had missed a game uh, at any yeah. point. but. I, I, think, I think he's talking about college. Uh, McKinnon said, at this point, do you just put your backup in and let Kyler rest for the remainder of the season? They're still slightly in condition for the playoffs, but I wouldn't bet on them making it. Uh, so well, I here's... think that would be the smart move. The problem is, is it, if you're Kingsbury, I would do that for A, A, the franchise. You're protecting your franchise quarterback, but also you're protecting yourself. You're protecting your image in the sense of if you keep putting him out there and you keep getting beat, then it looks like you're the problem. Yeah, because nobody's going to blame it on an injury. They're just going to think, ah, right. the coach can't figure out. If he's healthy enough to, to play, then he's fine. Like we, In a year of which everybody's missing dudes, nobody gets excuses. I've said this a million times. Every time Gary brings up, oh, well, they were missing this guy. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear missing anybody, okay? Everybody's, everybody's got dudes. a shitload of opt-outs. Injuries are a thing. COVID is a thing. We're all playing by the same bullshit, okay? We're all dealing with the same problems. So uh, you don't get an excuse for injuries. Hey, Birdie saw a really interesting trend as far as this game goes. He said, uh, I did see a trend when a double-digit dog wins straight up. They are 23% against the spread the next week. Uh said, Murray's been hurt. If the cards don't win, playoffs are done for the cards. Let's go slow on this one. Um, so that's that's the thing, right? I, I, like, I like the Giants here anyway. Who is a double-digit dog? The Giants were against uh, the Seahawks. Did they close as a double-digit dog? I thought that line was like eight. Yeah, no, no, no. It was it was double digits. Um, I do not remember that. Let me let me pull it up. I'll I'll tell you. Let's see. Sunday night they closed. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Eleven at most spots. Ten and a half at others. There's a couple of spots. It was like thirteen and a half. God bless. Bookmaker had thirteen and a half. Just bet had thirteen and a half. Uh, but Heritage was ten and a half. Bet Online was ten. Intertops was eleven. U Wager was eleven, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So okay. Yeah, it was That's double fine. digits. But yeah, they uh, they won straight up, and I mean it was surprising. But uh, but yeah, um, let's see. Birdie said Murray has no choice but to risk death on this one, or their years over. I lean cards, but totally understand the Giants. Look, uh, I do lean cards in this spot because they are now cornered dogs. Well, part of the issue is they are still favored here. So you know, I, which I don't understand it, but. It is what it is. Uh, I do like the Giants. Are, are you, uh, as far as this show is concerned, you taking Giants? No, that's a gambling pick. 
Okay, okay. Uh, moving on, Vikings at Tampa Bay. So the Buccaneers are a six and a half point favorite at home. Uh, the Bucks' run defense has been pretty good, pretty good. And if you shut Dalvin Cook down, um, it's tough for Kirk Cousins to get going, right? And, and you, I'm, I'm talking like fully shut down. And not many teams have been able to do it. I kind of feel like Tampa Bay is is going to be able to. This is one of those spots at home. You gotta win. You know, obviously the Bucks not a great record, but they've they've kind of come on in the last couple of weeks. I, this isn't a primetime game. This isn't one of those where uh, where I feel like they're going to get beat. Uh, I think that they are better than the Vikings. I I think they're going to cover the six and a half. Man, I'd like to see it happen. I'd like to see them kick somebody's butt one time, but I don't know. I don't know. Them as a big favorite, they just haven't looked good. Um, shutting down uh, this run game, that's it's, it's a little scary. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a tall tall task now. Giving Kirk Cousins fits, that's that's not really a tall task. That's kind of an every other week thing. He he just kind of gives himself fits. So that could that could easily happen. I don't know, man. Let's see. Uh Lakers said Tom Brady uh or Tampa Bay has got Brady. That man's a dog. He's a beast. Uh and he also said is hey, by the way, is that Joe Burrow dude gonna be fine? Hope that injury didn't end his career. Shouldn't end his career, uh, yeah. but is he going to be fine is yet to be determined. Yep. I mean, we'll see. Like, he, he's already come out. That doctors have said, like, he, he'll he make a return next year. He's going to have to rehab, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But we shall see. Uh, Casey, jumping back in. Bears are making the playoffs. I'm telling you, Rams or Cardinals are getting booted. Uh, I think it would likely be Cardinals if that is the case. But what have you seen out of the Bears to make you I don't know, man. Team? He has been all over the Bears for a while. I, I know. I don't, I don't get it. He said, uh, he said AB's going to go off of Minnesota. Um, that wouldn't shock me. Nope. Nope. Uh, Michael Minnesota said, secondary lets everybody free. Michael Curtis said, I see Tampa Bay after a bye week coming out and throttling the Vikings. So um, so that's the one thing is Minnesota's secondary is, is bad. They're, they're really bad. Yeah. Everybody's scoring on them. Everybody's throwing on them. And this might be one where Tom and the and the receiving crew just get healthy. Yeah, they get right. Everybody, anybody who hasn't caught a ball is catching a ball this week, and we're just going to spread the love, throw the football, and uh, and sling it around a little bit and see if we can have some fun. Uh, Cruz said, "Giants playoffs, let's go! Best division winner ever." Uh, Hurdy threw in a. Did you know Kirk Cousins is now a top five rated quarterback in the NFL this season? I I can kind of believe that's it fine. because I mean, there's you know who, who is there. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those situations where stats lie all the time. Yes. Uh, so statistically, he might be. That that could actually be very true. Yeah, yeah, I can get with that. I can get with that. Uh, McKinnon said, I feel like the only way to get around not using Dalvin is to come out swinging on the pass game to try and open up the running lanes. Got to punch him in the mouth to surprise him. Um, okay, I could see that. I could see that. I, 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 will, I will tell you this. I think... I think that Tampa Bay is going to be able to do whatever they want to do offensively. I I think they will be able to keep the football, and that's one of the biggest things with Dalvin Cook is keep the football away from him. I think they're going to yep. try and run it quite a bit, but you got to look for for some of these not big plays down the field. But Tom Brady is fantastic in the short yardage game. I mean, so I I would look for that as as the way to win this football game and and the way to cover because I, I think they win by at least a touchdown, and I fully expect. Like, I think this is a double-digit win for the Bucks. So, Yeah, I'd like to see it. I, you know, I, I hope you're right. So, uh, Chiefs at the Dolphins. Dolphins are a seven-point underdog. 100% of the bets so far offshore. 
at least according to SBR, are on the Chiefs. Uh, and the line is still staying at seven. No, that's that's it every week though. Yeah, and it's it's still it's it's Wednesday. We get it, we get it. So but that's but that's that's the Chiefs. I mean, they're they're gonna they're gonna pull the public every time, every and they're time. also pulling most of the sharps every week. So, um, and with that said, this line opened at seven and a half. It's come down for whatever reason. I am going to take Miami because. I don't feel like anybody is going to be on Miami. I think the Dolphins have a good enough defense. I don't think that Kansas City looks at this as a threat kind of game. Um, you know, it, now we we could see it where they come out and just throttle everybody down the stretch because they realize they got a shot to get that by now. If they play their best game, there's nobody in the league that can hang with them. Agreed. Agreed. The problem is with that you're going against is they didn't play a great game last week. Yes. And I never want to be the team playing them after they kind of look like they slept, walked through a football game. That's a, that's a valid I point. I don't think they're going to sleepwalk two weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, now, we have seen it a couple of times. No, we but, have. Try. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I side with you. I get what you're saying. I I'm do. Not, I, this is a train I ain't ever stopping it, stepping in front of. I, I will I will step in front of it. I will take the Dolphins. Uh, McKinnon said that Dolphins could absolutely give the Chiefs that second loss of the season. They're a scary good team where their record doesn't show the caliber of the team. Um, yeah, I mean, their defense is absolutely legit. They play fantastic, fundamentally sound special teams. They play in their gaps. This is a disciplined football team. Um, they've, they've been pretty good. Tua looked good last week. You know, I, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, I... I think the Dolphins can hang in this ballgame. I think it can be really close. Uh, L.A. Lakers said, what teams did you guys run with? Uh, let's see. What teams do you guys run with till the day you go down? Uh, well, it, I'm like Alabama. What fans it, are we? I guess so, yeah. Uh, I'm an Alabama fan in football and basketball uh, as far as college goes. Uh, we're both Grizzlies fans. Uh, I'm a Steelers and, and Titans fan in the NFL. So Chris is, is Browns and Pats. Uh, and then LSU in, in football. So college basketball, I mean, is it is it LSU? Is it Memphis? What's? I mean, I don't care. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, don't I don't have a fandom in college basketball. I like Memphis, but I like Memphis football too. Yeah, there you go. There I like go. a lot of teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we a lot of times we I hate pull, a few. We we pull for coaches a lot, a lot. Yeah. Like we we like Jamie Chadwell right now for sure. Uh, but we we got some guys that we like. Casey K jumps in. Dolphins get blowed out. Book it. Mm, okay. I mean, I mean it's yeah, possible. that's uh, that's that's a. I mean. That's that's a conventional thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you're you're right. You're right. Um, let's let's hop off the comments. Let's move into the next game. Uh, afternoon, Sunday afternoon. We got Colts and Raiders. Raiders are a three point dog at home. They have not looked good lately. Uh, they got whipped by the Falcons two weeks ago. They go to the Jets last week and need the Jets to completely cock that thing up in order to get a win. They are still in the playoff hunt somehow, um, but I don't. I they're not playing well right now. It's only a three no. point line, and I feel like it's just a matter of time before they they get it kind of fixed. But I have to. I mean, I I have to I have to put money on the Colts, right? Like that's the only way to play this game. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I want to stay as far away as I can from this game. I don't want any part of it. I don't. And for the show's sake, I take the dog. I take the especially because it's three and a half. Maybe I get a field goal win out of the Colts. 
I don't know. Hey, on Periscope, hey, thank thank me for my service. Came in and said Rivers is a minority owner of the Raiders. Yeah, he oh, he has yeah. that. Oh, well, yeah, he's had a lot of success against them. That was a long time ago, though, man. He's got a lot of games with LT and Gates, and uh, you know, I mean, yeah. That's I, I, why when you played in the league for twenty years, we we just can't look back and see what your career looked like fifteen years ago, man. That that doesn't matter today. And see, McKenna jumped in, and he said Gruden gets his boys right after the past few weeks, question mark. Um, I don't know. That, so I thought last week was a good get-right week. That's right? what I thought. You look like shit the week before. You look like hell. Good luck. You got the Jets. Let's go in and kick the shit out of them. And you struggle, and now, you look it, like crap. The last two games were were on the road. Maybe they, they go home, and, and they feel better. They're more comfortable, whatever. Maybe. But you're you're betting on something that you hadn't seen in a little while. Yeah, and that's that's what gets weird about this. And we know the NFL is crazy. Like any team can win any weekend. It is what it is. Right. But uh, but that's that's what you're betting on. You're you're hoping that they get right. And I mean that's a, yes. I will I will likely stay away from this one. Yeah. Because I don't know what to expect. Uh, Birdie said I lean with you on Indy, Gary. I just worry about that foot of rivers. Texans probably should have won last week. I lean Indy with you. Yeah. I mean it, we we got two points total in the second half against the tight or against the uh, Texans last week from the Colts. Like. That ain't good. Now, the defense showed up. I mean, they allowed zero, but, I mean, who knows? Who knows? With it? This is the exact definition of a coin flip game. Exact definition of it. So, moving on, staying in Sunday afternoon, we got the Packers at the Lions. Lions plus 7.5 at home. Uh, second game without Matt Patricia, and I'll go ahead and tell you, this is one of my gambling picks. I like the Packers here a lot. Aaron Rodgers in a dome, division game. Lions, it, it, not not just the Lions, but so far uh, over the past however many years, the second game after your coach has been fired is the one where it all comes crumbling back down to earth, right? The the game immediately after, everybody's fired up. There's change. There's new life. There's whatever. And then the second game is it's back to the reason why the coach got fired in the first place. I think the Packers absolutely roll here. At, they, you know, they're nine and three. They are ready to rock and roll this thing. Uh, her, her face looks hella squished that I love this channel. Y'all are hilarious. <laughs> That's more so Chris than me, but yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, you, you feeling, uh, you feeling the Packers this week? Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm taking the lines, man. I'm taking the lines. So this year when both coaches got fired before the Lions coach, I said the same thing. And the second week they both covered if not won the game. Atlanta won the game two weeks in a row, and uh, I think Houston just covered the second week but still lost. Um, I think I think the Lions are a much better football team than we've given them credit for. I think this Packers team is still very flawed, very, very, very flawed, and there are no great teams in the NFC. Nobody scares me. Get more than a touchdown, I'm pretty much just going to take the dog. For my gambling picks at Bet Now. Or bet sorry, bet online, you get this game at nine. At nine. At oh, it, nine. I, I see it. I see it. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I can get down with that. Uh, Matt said Aaron wants that MVP. Uh, McKinnon. That's fine. He <laughs> might want it. He might want it. He ain't getting it. He ain't getting it. Yeah. Uh, right. Cruz. Hey, hey, I will say this about the Packers. They they got their guys healthy now, and and that's a big part of of my reasoning here. Uh, Casey said they should have lost to the Bears. Uh, talking about the Lions. Yeah, I mean, but look, yeah, you need a little luck in the NFL every now and then. Uh, Cruz said the Lions have been rebuilding since 1957. 
Michael Curtis said shootout in this game for sure. Uh, her face looked hella squished. <laughs> did, did you see this comment? Dude with the red shirt looks like he would smother someone with a pillow on their first date. <laughs> oh, so much hate, man. <laughs> I'm a oh, hey, gentle lover. Hey, for uh, for the Raiders, I didn't realize this. No Jacobs, no Abram for the uh, Raiders this week. Well, I knew I knew no Jacobs. I didn't realize that. And so, either way, either way, I, I still don't know who's going to show up. I mean, they they might still play out of their minds. Uh, thoughts on AB sleeping in the bed with Brady and his wife? That's crazy. Did you did you see that? Uh, that didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> that didn't happen. Oh, Lord. Uh, Leslie Birdie said, that line tells a story. In, uh, in my opinion, the Pack are going to be in every teaser this week. Books are giving you a gift here for the Pack. That's all. Uh, that always works for me. Or always worries me. Sorry. Yep. Uh, maybe so. I mean, maybe so. Um, I don't know. I I like the Packers a lot. Uh, but, hey. I like man. the lines a lot. I mean, it is it is what it it's, is. It's a, it's a gambling pick of mine. Well, that sounds like a plan to me. All right, uh, moving on. Hey, we got Jalen Hurts starting a game. We got the Saints at the Eagles. The Eagles are a seven-point dog at home. Jalen Hurts starting his first NFL game. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I think that the Saints are going to absolutely roll in this spot because I don't think Jalen Hurts is ready to be an NFL quarterback. Uh, and it feels easy. Like, maybe it's too easy. But... Uh, Tell, tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong at all. I don't think this Eagles team is good at football. I don't think Jalen Hurts. The Saints have an entire week to prepare for him. He, hey, if you're the Eagles, an, why why would you announce this? Like, what's the purpose? I don't know. Like, I, I really don't understand why you would not, like, just go up all week. And, and it's not like the NFL doesn't prep for every possible opponent but like what what are we doing i don't know i i think <laughs> i can't stop reading the comments i'm sorry I I, her, <laughs> so for for anybody on the podcast her face looked hella squished said yo a leopard just walked past your screen wtf he said get the shotgun quick uh that's that's sookie that's the great name so that, that dog that dog's getting close to getting the shotgun anyway so we <laughs> We we're almost there. Don't worry. Oh God, won't be walking across the screen this time next year. <laughs> I guarantee it. Um, sorry, Gary. No, no, um, you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I I don't I don't know why they do this. I the only thing I can think of is is are they? This has got to be a situation where the GM is just trying to save his job, right? I guess. I mean, I you know, I. I don't, but how does this save your job? Like winning saves your job, right? No, if 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 Jalen plays well, then then it, I guess it justified the second round draft pick of Jalen after you paid your quarterback thirty million dollars a year. I mean, they still have over a hundred million dollars tied up in Carson. Yes. So even if you hit on Jalen, you still don't get the benefit of the rookie contract because that's over the next three years. That's when Jalen's rookie deal will be up, and you gotta pay somebody. So, or just draft another one, which I don't think Jalen's lasting that long. Yeah, uh, McKinnon said Doug Peterson out after this year? Question mark. And no, he, said, he won't be fired. But I do think I do think his 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 pants getting a little warm. Well, I he, think his he, seat's getting hot. He said uh, they announced so the fans wouldn't burn down the stadium. Yeah, I mean it's that's I, I do, I do think Eagles fans are done with Carson. The problem is is. 
He is locked up. The only way you move on from Carson is if you eat that salary. I mean, I do think there are teams that would take a chance because every every offensive coach thinks they can fix broken guys, but they're not going to take him for nothing. Okay, and they're not going to give him all that money. Yeah, you basically have to you pay fifty percent of his salary, and we'll 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 make you an, a fair trade. That that could be all right. Like that 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 could be cool. Uh, Ryan said, I think Chris is a better quarterback than Carson. I mean, maybe uh, that's not true. Because I'm pretty unathletic, uh, <laughs> I'm the largest person I know, and I'm only five ten. So that's a that's that's a bad bad quarterback metric situation, um, with a really weak arm too. Uh, but, uh, oh, but, Casey said because they want betters to bet the Eagles, that's why they announced it and it's working. Uh, but the Eagles don't have anything to do with that. Like, yeah, I they just don't think care it's who. Foolish. Yeah, I, it, I, I think this is dumb. Uh, let's see. Birdie said another spot where the books are giving the whole world teaser play. The line has not moved with Hertz being announced. This one looks real fishy. I mean, you can say it looks fishy all you want. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not getting into that. I'm watching what I've seen on football. I'm trying to not play the game of what are books thinking anymore because I've seen books try to push you one way and they've been dead ass wrong. And I've seen them push you that way and they've been absolutely right. I'm just trying to go with what I believe based on what I've seen in football. Uh, Jalen Hurts is not an NFL quarterback. He's um, just not. Matt said Jalen looks like that guy who puts his head down and works. I think he'll be a solid quarterback in the future. Maybe not superstar, but reliable. And yeah, in, in the future, maybe. I, th- I, th- I think like, he might be a backup, but he's got to be. He, you've got to be able to throw the football. Yes. You've got to be able to throw the football. Yes. Uh, Casey said trade him in 2021. It's not as hard a hit. Uh, yeah. Uh, McKinnon said Jag's going to pick up Wentz. Uh, it's still thirty million dollars. It's still yeah. thirty million. Even if it's for two years, it's still thirty million dollars. Yes, uh, to have a guy that's not good. Hey, this one said Chris out here doing podcasts. I said put that dude on a damn football field. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not athletic at all. Not not at all. Uh, let's see. Ryan said work. Saints are going to win by twenty points, and that's that's kind of the way I'm leaning. Here. I think this is. I think that Sean Payton's not getting caught off guard by this. Nope. Okay, he's not going to find. If there was anybody that could win with with uh, with Hurts, it's the other coach on the other side of the field. Yeah, it's Sean Payton. Like he he he's, figured he's out undefeated without Drew Brees. He's going to be just fine. Yep, I he's going to remain undefeated without Drew Brees. Washington at the 49ers. and this one's being played in Arizona, of course. So uh, 49ers did not look good against the Bills. They they came back, scored some points late. Uh, got you know, do we want to say got back in it? I, I don't know that they were ever in it. Um, Matt said, you don't want to relive our glory days, Chris. <laughs> I don't know that I ever had any glory days. I, I was taken out at, in the middle of my sophomore year. So yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get many glory days after that. Um, so I really like the football team, but I wonder, uh, Ryan said, uh, the 49ers pass defense looked so bad. Um, yep. but I, I will tell you this, the bills make everybody's pass defense look bad. Like they just do. It, when you got a guy like Diggs that can that can completely take the top off the defense, uh, you're going to have to, especially with a running quarterback and in a stable of running backs like Zach Moss and uh, in. Uh, you got to be able to play man to man. The 49ers played zone the entire time, and Josh Allen ate it apart. Receivers were finding the holes in the zone and just getting wide open. Yeah, um, I don't know that Washington has the has the wide receivers that, that the Bills do, but they don't. And and I don't know that Alex Smith is uh, is the same quarterback that Josh Allen is. Like he can't take well, he, the top he, off of it, and he you know he's not. 
So that's that's where my problem is, and that's why it's such a, a short line. It's three and a half right now. I um, I still kind of like Washington a little bit. I just yeah, I worry about I'm it. I'm going to keep riding you know? the football team. It scares me. So the, here, let me tell you what scares me on this one, actually. This is the reason I would take the 49ers. Not a play of mine. I'll figure this out come Sunday. I think Shanahan hate is big for Dan Snyder. I think the football team has changed its image in its ways, but the same son of a bitch still owns the team. And he was really, really dirty to the Shanahans. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I have a feeling young Kyle might might have a little something for, for old Dan in this game. You you might be that's the that's the only reason I would take the 49ers. Right now the 49ers don't look great. Yeah, no, you're you're right and about the that. Washington, the Washington, the football team defense looks really good, really, really good. Uh, her face looked hella squished. That when is the Super Bowl anytime soon? Because basketball is about to start. And honest predictions. Uh, and I'd probably roll Saints and Chiefs. I guess that's, uh, that's too chalky. Uh, yeah, Somebody it's real coming chalky. out. Of, the NFC's coming out. The, the Chiefs definitely. The NFC's a wild card, man. Any, I mean, there's nine teams that could come out of that thing, and it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. No, yeah, you're you're right about that. Um, let's see. Uh, Birdie said, what is Gibson's status? Need to wait to figure that out before I make a call. Uh, he is out this week. Yeah, so, I think he's out. Yep, he is out this week. Uh, Chiefs Packers is what Casey said. Um, and the Super Bowl is the first weekend in February, un- unless they decide to move the schedule around. And it doesn't look like they're going to. Like, they are getting these games in one way or another. We're good right now. Yep, you got that right. Um, moving on, Sunday Night Football. The Steelers at the Bills. So, the Steelers finally took that L on Monday. And now they get to go uh, to Buffalo. That's 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 not Sunday night football. What did I miss? Sunday night football flexed. No, that's for next week. You, you the sure? next next week is uh, uh, the Browns and the Giants. Thought it was this week. Nope, nope. This week it's uh, it's the Steelers. Well, I know it's not the Giants. Yeah, it's it's okay. not the yeah it's uh, Giants Browns next week because they flexed the uh, the Cowboys out of it for next week. That's right. That's yep. right. So which is carry on like, never happened. Like, super weird. Um, so, we have got the Steelers and the Bills. Bills are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Total of 46 here. I, uh... And so, the early line was the Steelers minus two-and-a-half on the road. Yep. They get beat at home by the Washington, and the line completely flips. And it's now Bills minus two-and-a-half. Uh, and the Bills won that night, too. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... I so Ryan said Josh Allen's due for a bad game. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I think that the Steelers are in trouble without Bud Dupree. I think they are in serious trouble. I, he he was underrated, I guess you could say. There was not a lot of talk about him. T.J. Watt can't do what he does without Bud Dupree there, uh, and maybe they've got a guy that that can show up, but I don't know. Let's, let me tell you why the Steelers are going to struggle in this game. They couldn't get a yard when they needed it multiple times in that game. And they haven't all year. They cannot run the football. And there are times in a game when you have a lead where you have to third and one, third and two, you just have to get first downs to chew up clock. That's all you have to do. And they cannot do it. Also, Big Ben cannot throw the football farther than 10 yards. So you get to play press man on the receivers and load the box against them every play. Now, those receivers are crazy athletic, and if he can hit them in stride and, and, and they catch the ball clean, 
They can go. But that's all them. This offense is bad. I said this all year long. I have no idea how they were undefeated as long as they were. They are the most fraudulent team I've ever seen, and I caught a lot of hell for it. I think there's a world in which outside of that Bengals game, Steelers lose out. I mean, yeah, there there is a world where that happens. Uh, they get they do get James Conner back this week, so I don't it, know that James Conner changes things. I don't know that it does either. Uh, you need that that run game is bad. They weren't running the football with him. Yeah, yeah, that run game is bad. They with James Conner against the Cowboys, they had like sixty something yards rushing. Uh, Ryan, Johnson. that's against one of the worst yep. rushing football teams in the country. Oh yeah, one of the one of the worst rushing defenses for sure. Uh, Birdie said Bills D getting healthy, they're starting to rev it up. Bills in a tough spot off a tough travel week. Steelers can't run the football. Leaning Bills, but Allen still has not won that big game yet. Um, but it, I mean, I guess this is a big game. This Sunday night football. This is a primetime spot no, against. This a, is absolutely you know, big game. Absolutely yeah. a big game. Um, I I would I would side Bills here. Like I, you know, obviously I don't want to, but um. But yeah, I think I think that's the right pick. Uh, <laughs> thank me for my service. Said outside the Browns, right? And no, I think the Browns could beat them. Like absolutely. Uh, Casey yeah. said Browns lose to the Ravens and Steelers lose to Bills, Colts, and or no, no, no. Uh, Browns lose to the Ravens, Steelers lose to the Bills, Colts, and Browns. Browns win the division, get the number two seed. Mm. It's yeah. a world which could happen. Yeah, I mean, Brown, it could absolutely I mean, the Browns happen. could win out. Yeah, no, they they got to play a lot better. I need to see Baker when he could get past Rust. We're going to see that this week. Yep, yep, you and got we'll that see right. it next week. You have got so. that right. Um, fine. Finally, we will move to Monday night. We got the Ravens at the Browns. Browns are a one point underdog at home. The Ravens beat them like a drum earlier this year. Uh, week one, week one, yeah. first game of the season. And and it, what was it, forty to six? Yeah, it was uh, an asterisk. It was a beating of epic proportions. Uh, Ravens, of course, dealing with COVID issues for weeks now. Uh, Ryan said, do you guys bet player props? Eh, it depends on the weekend. Yeah, we don't do it for the show, but it, sometimes. I don't. Hey, there's a guy. You want player props? There's a guy. What's Kyle's uh, handle? Uh, DFS Bachelor. So DFS go, Bachelor yeah. does a lot of player props. He 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 works for SBR and he's doing their good. NFL stuff. Oh. He's, he's good. He's my guy. Uh, last couple of weeks, he bitches a lot whenever things don't go his way, but, you know. That's fine. <laughs> he is really good. I still, I still love him. He is good. So he's the guy you want to follow if you like player props. Uh, let's see. Cruz, I'm about to mute myself and yell at my dog. Uh, yeah, you're good. So Cruz said, in your opinion, favorite NFL rivals, mine is Giants versus Cowboys. Uh, I, I think mine would probably be Steelers and Ravens. Um, but then, you know, at, at Giants-Cowboys is, is fun. But, eh, you know, I, the other one I think is it's completely underrated is Falcon Saint. Like that one, there's real hatred there. So, other than that, there's not a ton of, like, real, like, hateful rivalries in the NFL. Like, it's just, you know, uh, Chris, get the, <laughs> get the pillow of no. that dog getting off. No, 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 no. No, I will tell you, I, I got to jump his ass when he starts getting on stuff. But I've, I've never had a dog I love like this dog. Well, and yours, your life. dog is not old. Like No, no, he's only three years old. Yeah, yours is young. Mine's, he's a little mine's shit a, sometimes, but I... I I do. I've never been this emotionally attached to to a dog before. <laughs> McKinnon said, "Watching Chris muted uh, to get on his dog is one of the funniest things I've seen lately." <laughs> uh, Birdie said, "Whole world's going to be on the Ravens." I think I like the Browns here a lot. This is the week the Browns announced they're for real. Stefanski wins Coach of the Year after this game this week. 
Um, I, I, listen, there's a world in which it happens. Baker has to play well. He has not played well with a team that can pressure him. The Ravens are going to pressure him. Yes. If he plays well this week, I think he has maybe possibly turned the corner. If he doesn't, he's still the same old Baker. If you give him time, like everybody, he can look great. If you pressure him, he is a garbage quarterback. If you can't play under pressure in the NFL, you cannot win. And you are not good. The Ravens are are pretty good against the run, right? Uh, yeah. No, the Ravens. The Ravens. Are, this is why they beat the hell out of us. Is because the Ravens can stop the run and pressure the quarterback. Those are two things they do great. So, so here's the stats would would say differently. Uh, the stats have Baltimore as the number eighteen rushing defense in the league. But that I I feel like maybe that's wrong, or maybe yeah. maybe it's just teams don't really try it a lot because they know that they can stop it. Um, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but I'm I, gonna, I'm going to tell you I'm I'm worried about this game. I'm completely staying away from this game because of that very reason right there. If if and I don't know that they can stop our run game. By the way, I think our run game might be the best in the country, and especially and with Chubb back. Yeah, with Chubb back. That's what I'm saying. You can slow us down. I don't know that you can beat us or stop it. Um, McKinnon, the the, the issue is going to be pressure on Baker. McKinnon that's asked if uh, if Patrick Queen is still out. Oh no, no, that, that's huge. That's huge because that's the middle of the field, and that's where Baker throws a lot of interceptions. And see, I'm looking up uh, Roto World, and let's see, he is. Well, no, that somebody was asked how good is the Browns O line? Uh, they're in consideration as the best O line in football right now. Uh, I think Patrick, they went from 31 last year. Yeah, to, that's to one being away one of the from best. DFL to being the best, if not the best. They're in the conversations, top two or three. Colts are up there. Uh, there's probably a few others, but not many great lines. Um, I don't see anything on Patrick Queen. I would imagine that that he is going to play. Uh, Birdie said Queen got in last night. I think. And Queen I, I, had an interception last night. Queen that's played what it was. Last yeah, 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 yeah. So he's yeah, he's back. He's in. He's good. I didn't know if you were talking about he got hurt. No, well, so he was out at one point. Uh, so somebody was asking, and I just no. I, I, I'm yeah. sure Quinn, if he played last night, unless he got hurt last night, I I turned that game off early. Um, it was just gone. Uh, um, but no, Qu- they're going to be a problem in the middle of the field. They're going to be a problem pressure and Baker. Yeah, it's no, I think going right. to be an issue. Uh, Birdie said Browns are winning this one. It's on my gambling card. I hope uh, so. In case he said God, Browns so. money line. So yeah, okay. Well, I mean, it's just a one point game. So yeah, I mean, you're, you're not getting many points one way or the other. So yeah, I I don't think I do like the Browns defense. I don't think Lamar Jackson looks very good this year. Uh, he can look good against teams like the Cowboys. Uh, yep. I think you know as the season has progressed, you know, I I, I think these two teams have flipped. So I, I agree with that. When, well, when they beat the hell out of us at the beginning of the season, we thought they were one of the top two or three best teams in all the football. We thought Chiefs Ravens were the number one and number two team in the league. Yeah. We don't think that today. We have a lot of data points to give us well, and so, a, so a different thing. The Ravens were playing with, uh, with confidence and everything else, and now uh, maybe not so much. The Browns have developed throughout the season. Yes. Uh, they're – playing much more cohesively. I mean, they looked fantastic uh, to so, start last week. So I know what Flores is doing is amazing. I think what Kyle Shanahan's doing is unbelievable. I, th- I think what Judge is doing 
is pretty remarkable. I think Stefanski has to be in this conversation as coach of the year. Yes. Yes, 100%. I'll tell you this. If for some reason Bill wins this game, if Bill can get into the playoffs this year, I think he needs to get in that conversation as well. The problem is, is Bill's won 15, 16 games, not 16, uh, 14, 15 games regularly and doesn't get coach of the year ever, ever. I think he's only won it once. That's pretty crazy. But I think yes. once you get to a certain point, like they, they just don't even put you up for the award. Yeah, you they know? don't. They don't care. They, the best thing they could do is name the award after him. I'm sure that all the Patriot haters would be devastated. But that's <laughs> that's what they could do is just uh, say you don't get to win it. You just are the award. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I don't know that Miles. So they say, ask can Miles get to Lamar? I don't know that he's getting to Lamar so much as he's just contained. Don't let him get outside. Yeah, it's just don't let him run to protect the edge. Like uh, the the point for for the Browns is not to get sacks. Like it's no. not even necessarily to pressure. Uh, the right. point is keep him in the pocket because he's not an he's he's not an accurate Con- quarterback. Contain him. I yes. see. That's where we disagree. I think he's fine. I think he's above average or at average of the NFL. So okay, okay. There's a lot of bad quarterback play out there, Gary. No, there there certainly is. There certainly is. All right. Uh, I sent you a screenshot the other day of Baker who had two guys and nobody was within <laughs> nine yards of either one of them, and he missed the one guy he threw to by fifteen yards. So, yeah, no, I, I remember that. I mean, t- to say Lamar's not accurate. Mm, all right, define accuracy. Yeah, that's. I guess that would be the point, right? That would be the point. Um, <laughs> Birdie said, "Be well, catch those tickets." He's getting out of here. Uh, we we will too. Uh, let's go on and run through our picks right quick. And NFL Week 14 official best bets. Let's uh, let's go ahead and do this thing. Um, I have got the Bears plus one at home against the Texans. I think they can run on the Texans. Uh, I don't think that they will rely so much on their passing game in this spot. I think the defense is good enough to be able to get stops, and that's what you need here. Uh, give me the Bears at home. Uh, what is, what's your first pick? I'll take the Pats. I'll take uh, Bill and points. Patriots plus five. I like that. Okay. And we, uh, yeah, we already talked about that one. Uh, next one for me, Titans minus seven and a half at the Jags. They own the Jaguars. Uh, this is a get-right spot. They were embarrassed at home by – by the Browns last week, and it ended up being a six-point game. But my gosh, uh, <laughs> Ryan said, "How can you take the Bears? Uh, what, what would I take the Texans? I mean, my gosh, uh, it's just uh, the the worst of two evils, right? Um, Titans minus seven and a half at the Jags is is my play. Um, I think the Titans get right this week. I think they come out swinging, and this is a team that you can swing on. The Jags have looked really, really good for weeks now." Uh, but this is one of those spots where I, I think the Titans are just the substantially better team. All right. Uh, I'll go with you here. I got the Jags, and you can get them at plus nine. And I think they have been fighting like hell. They've been playing everybody close. And and I, I this Titans defense is a problem. Okay? Oh, yeah. I think the Jags can run on them. I think they can throw on them. I think they can score with them, which okay. means it's really hard to blow them out. That totally totally fair. I'll take totally the fair. number nine. I uh, so how crazy is that that you can get a nine out there and I can get a seven and a half? Like yep. that's insane. Um, Packers minus seven and a half at the Lions. We already talked about this one. I know you're on the Lions here, um, but I am all over the pack. They got their guys back healthy. Uh, I think that they can handle this one. Aaron Rodgers in a dome. I'm all over that. Give me the pack minus seven and a half. 
All right, we're going head-to-head again. I'm taking the Lions. I like the plus nine, and I, I just think this is one of those things where it's a different football team now that they've got uh, just the, the coach that everybody despised and loathed off their back. I think they're playing with a little looseness. I think they feel like they have nothing to lose. And uh, and so, yeah, I think every one of these coaching staff is trying to uh, interview for other jobs and, and showcase what they're capable of doing. And uh, the Packers defensively have problems. I do not think the Lions will stop uh, Rodgers at all, but I think they can keep it within nine. Uh, got uh, got a couple of guys jumping in with the Lions. We got Casey coming in with Packers cover big. Uh, number four for me, Saints minus seven at the Eagles. The Eagles are a trash football team. Jalen Hurts, as much as I love him and I hope successful things for him, um, I think that the Saints are just a way, way, way better football team, and I think that they end up smashing these dudes. This is a double-digit win all over it. Uh, I don't think the Eagles are very good at all. Uh, So give me the Saints to cover the seven. My next pick, I'm taking the Giants. Plus two and a half. I think wrong team is favored. I think the Giants are going to win this football game. I could get down with that. I could get down with that. Uh, we, I think we severely underestimated Joe Judge. Severely yes. underestimated. Yeah. Um, last one for me. Not a lot of people like it. I understand it. Chiefs at the Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins plus the seven. Uh, I think this defense shows up. I think special teams here. Uh, the Dolphins are a significantly better team on special teams. I, I think the Dolphins find a way to at least keep this one close. Uh, nobody will be expecting it. Of course, everybody's going to be all over the Chiefs. Uh, but I have seen enough from this Dolphins team that I think they're going to show up in this spot. This is one of those uh, Super Bowl kind of games for them. I think the Dolphins cover the seven. My last pick, I'm taking the Bills. Minus the two and a half against the Steelers. I just think the Steelers team's fraudulent. I've said it all year long. I've watched them play football. I have no idea how they're continually winning games. They can't run the ball, and they can't throw the ball farther than 10 yards. That just should not equate to, to 11, 12, 13 wins in a row. It just shouldn't. It just shouldn't. And finally, the football team took them down. They got close to losing a couple of other games that they should have lost, but they found ways to win. Got to give them credit for that. I, I think now that the air is out of the balloon, I think the balloon begins to leak quickly. So I will take the Bills minus two and a half. You might be right about that. Casey jumps in. He said, Chiefs destroy the Dolphins. Dolphins cannot score with the Chiefs. I mean, maybe you're right. We shall see. Cruz said, all right, guys, got to go. Go Giants. Big blue dub. That's what I'm talking about. All right, we got to get out of here as well. So go over to winningcureseverything.com. It's got everything you need to know about us. Go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Uh, is there anything else, Chris, that we need to hit? Nope, that's it. Nope. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Go follow us on Twitter. I'm at Gary WCE. Chris is at Chris B. Giannini. Um, and then, of course, you can always follow us on Facebook and whatever else is out there because I think I think we got several different spots. If you aren't already, follow us on all these different platforms where we do our Monday, Wednesday, Friday show. We will have a podcast exclusive out uh, going over the college football weekend over on the Winning Cures Everything podcast tomorrow. So make sure you are subscribed there. Leave a nice five-star review, all that good stuff. Uh, and that will do it. You guys take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and uh, hopefully we can cash some tickets. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. 
If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at winningcures, at GaryWCE, or at ChrisBGiannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.